0: Internally, we kind of refer to it as white glove service. You know, someone from our team will will pick it up, follow it through the whole whole process um, until it gets back to you. Welcome to the McNaughton McKay podcast, your electrical connection. Each episode, we meet with an industry expert to tackle real issues in manufacturing. Join your host, Austin Davidson, to get the latest scoop on automation products and solutions.
1: Hey there and welcome back to the McNaughton McKay podcast. Today we're gonna be discussing options for repairing electrical automation equipment. And joining me is someone who has been with McNaughton McKay for over 16 years, most recently serving as a repair supervisor for our Northern region. Today I'm joined by Bob Minton. Bob, how's it going? Good,
0: how about you Austin?
1: I'm doing great. So today what we're gonna be discussing specifically around repairs, I'm just going to give you a scenario, and then we'll, we'll kind of walk through that, right? So we're, we're on the plant floor, and something breaks. I, I'm sure there's a million different ways that it can break. Uh, but at that point, for the sake of discussion, let's say that we can go one way or the other. We can either buy brand new and install, or we can repair it. So when, when would we repair something rather than just buy a brand new one and install it?
0: So if, if you need one, you know if you've got one on the shelf right away to replace it, to keep the plant running, uh, that's a great time to repair because you can get that spare back and save uh, probably half your money.
1: Perfect. So you're you're saying even in the situation, we do have a new one, but we still are going to repair the one that's broken. So of course, that's going to save us time in the long run. We're going to have cost savings and Coming out of COVID, I know the supply chain is, uh, is still fairly stressed depending on what product you're trying to get, uh, but I'm assuming that some of these options that you have, obviously we can send something off and get it repaired, but are there situations where say we don't have another one on the shelf, are there situations where we can still manage that? Yeah. So if you
0: don't have one on the shelf, Rockwell offers an immediate exchange program, Mm-hmm. Where just like if you buy a new battery, you trade in your core. Uh, Rockwell has inventory in a hub in Indianapolis that they can send out to you. and we have a couple of weeks then to get your failed unit back as a core. Um, and depending on your urgency level, uh, we can get those courier.
1: Okay, so we can get them still back very quick. So essentially it gives us another option uh, versus something that may or may not be on the shelf one question I do have with that, you know, I, I think one of the pros of using uh, something that's straight off the shelf is, is the warranty on the product. Are we still within warranty if we get it repaired? Yeah. So your, your
0: new Rockwell product is probably going to have a 12-month warranty on it. Uh, your repairs, depending on the service level, will have anywhere from a 12 to a 24-month warranty. So the, in many cases, the repair warranty is better than the new warranty.
1: All right. And we keep talking about um, Rockwell specifically Uh, from the McNaughton McKay perspective. I'm assuming that there's other brands outside of Rockwell Automation that we can also repair. Is that true?
0: Yeah. If it's electrical, uh, we can almost certainly fix it. If somebody asks me, is it repairable? Uh, My stock answer is yes. What is it? Uh Yeah. The only time we would run into any issue you know, there's a few things out there that are proprietary and you're just you're literally not able to get parts and stuff for them but
1: oh for certain
0: the vast majority of things if it's electrical we can fix it
1: and i know one uh term that gets thrown around at least here in the office is uh reman which i believe is short for remanufacturing Uh, is there some sort of difference between remanufacturing and repairing
0: yeah so remanufacturing uh is a rockwell term that we use okay when you send something in to be repaired at Rockwell, they're going to remanufacture it. So they'll go through, uh, not only find out what's wrong with them, but any parts nearing the end of their life expectancy, uh, they'll go ahead and replace, they're only using OEM parts. Um, if they notice any issues with this, this part series in the past, you know, they'll preemptively do that. Like if you get a recall on your car or something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, upgrade it to the, the latest versions of firmware and all that sort of stuff. So that's a remanufacture. Uh, the, the terms really get thrown around quite a bit, but that is the, the specific uh, details of a remanufacture.
1: Certainly, so it's it's just a more in-depth version of a repair. And yes, I'm, I'm guessing since you said it's a Rockwell term, is that something that that they just offer, or is there do other companies offer something similar that that we work with?
0: You know, they might. We don't get into the specifics with some of our other. You know distributors like Fluke or Stober as to exactly uh-huh. if they're doing a remanufacture, how they term it. But Rockwell is really well known for that remanufacture.
1: Okay, so we we're getting something. We'll just for for this podcast, we'll say uh, a like new product uh, that's been remanufactured. Are there any stages? Like, does that package break down anymore? Is it a one size fits all with the manu- remanufacturing, uh, or is there are there different types that we can get done?
0: Yeah, so there are different types. There's a 12 month economy remanufacture. There's an 18 month standard, which the only difference is how quickly you get it back. The standard is going to the front of the line, you're paying a little more, but it's the same remanufacture process. And then the highest level would be that exchange process, which is a little bit higher price point because you're getting it quickly. During normal circumstances, an economy would be probably three to four weeks, a standard one to two, and then the, the exchange a couple three days. But given the supply chain right now, I'm sure people will still be watching this or listening to this even after the supply chain is better.
1: But <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. For,
0: for now, all bets are off based on parts availability.
1: Yeah. Well, and when you reference the twelve month and the eighteen month against the economy and standard, that's for the warranty offered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have three, three variations. Essentially, we have our economy, which is going to be maybe the, the slowest to get back to you, but the cheapest all the way up to the off the shelf uh, immediate exchange program, which is essentially, they are not giving you your part back, right? They're giving you some other part that's been replaced. Yes, uh, is, is there ever an issue with that or are folks ever not keen on that? Uh, once in a while, someone will, will
0: specify, hey, we want our unit back. So in that case, um, we go through the, the remanufacture instead of doing the exchange. All right. I should have also thrown out there, too, that as part of the remanufacture, in many cases, are being, these are being tested on the same testing equipment as new ones. So your your failure rate on a Rockwell remanufacture is going to be much lower than just a generic repair somewhere else.
1: Gotcha. So we're taking that extra step just to assure the quality assurance uh, has, has been taken care of. Yep. So so we, we've talked a lot on the kind of the remanufacturing, burst repair, and uh, what our uh, specific manufacturing vendors provide. But obviously, you are a specialist within your own right within McNaughton McKay. And I know that we have, we call it a CHAMP program. Uh, I know that it is, it is basically the repair program that you work with. Could you give us a an understanding of what that looks like, what, what it is and why folks would be interested in it?
0: Yeah, so the, the CHAMP program, you know, you can't have a, a program without a cool acronym, right? So <laughs> uh, it's a channel asset management program. And internally, we kind of refer to it as white glove service. You know, someone from our team will will pick it up, follow it through the whole, the whole process um, until it gets back to you. You know, there's no sending it off and then just hoping it comes back from the time we've got pictures of it, we're quoting it till the time you get it back. We're tracking the warranty for you. Um, if you give us information about where it came from in your facility, what line, what machine it was on, we have software that we track that as well. So we're, we're trying to, to really go the extra mile. We've had instances where I had a customer, I started seeing the same servo motor, the same part number multiple times. And I went back to them uh-huh. and I said, you know, something going on that all of a sudden I'm I'm starting to see these. And here it was a new maintenance man who was doing something a little different. So the, the more information that you put into our team, uh, the more information we can spit back out to you.
1: That's awesome. So you were doing analysis for them that they did not even realize that they needed to be done. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Yep. Um. So, so with that uh, service, obviously, when somebody, you know, when something goes down and they replace it, uh, I can understand repairing it. Are are there situations where folks will get it repaired and then just put it back on the shelf? Is that pretty common?
0: Yeah, and actually, uh, if you're a Champ customer and you have our in-service warranty, you're better off putting it on the shelf and using your other ones because your in-service warranty does not start until you install the unit. So, you know, instead of your your unit sitting there on the shelf and the warranty's wasting away, um, it's good until you use it.
1: Awesome. So I I think the last thing that I wanted to cover with you uh, specifically around this is uh, obviously we will run into situations where products maybe are not manufactured anymore if they're specifically very old. Like I know, I'm sure there's still plenty of slick PLCs that are out there and all sorts of stuff that uh, we can't get the parts for anymore. Does that ever become an issue or is that something that we're able to resolve as well?
0: So just because a parts obsolete does not mean it can't be repaired or remanufactured. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as Rockwell has the parts, they'll continue to remanufacture those. Perfect. And and I do see that slick stuff everywhere.
1: (laughs) You know, we've ever since, I think I've been here, we've been pushing folks to convert and uh, some, some people just, we'll just call them stubborn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, And we do let folks know, you know, when something's obsolete, Hey, you know, we can repair this for you, but you might be wanting to think about upgrade time, you know, parts will eventually become, become an issue. So we, yeah. we are noticing that as part of the White Glove service to, to let the folks know.
1: Sure. You, you kind of led me into uh, from our CHAMP program to our, our CAP program, which uh, is, is the inventory management side. And I believe that that's uh, something that you manage as well. This is maybe a little bit of an aside, but would you like to, to make any comments about the CAP program and its relationship potentially with the CHAMP program?
0: Yeah. So when, when Rockwell started the CHAMP program, they kind of wanted us to have someone full time who was doing repairs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we weren't sure if it would work or not, how the repair program would go. So it was decided they would start with someone from the CAP team. We already have relationships. You know, we're already in the stock room. Yep. We're seeing those items sitting there that needed repair, so that was a perfect segue for me to get into the repair business. Um, I started doing 100% VMI cap, yep, and within a few months it was 50-50, and now I do about 98% repairs. And the only cap uh, customers I have are places that also do repairs, but it's it's a the cap team is a perfect fit with repairs. And our team is also doing these install-based evaluations now. Yep. Where we come into your, that's another kind of sidebar, I guess, but where we come into your facility, go through the panels, you know, determine what's in there, what's repairable to make sure your inventory is right-sized. You know, if you've got 30 of something on the floor, do you have adequate spares? Or if you have none on the floor and you have five spares, you can get rid of those spares. So with our team doing that, it's a good way to partner kind of from start to finish with the customer. This is the inventory you should have. Let us help you kind of determine that. Let us show you, oh, this is obsolete as part of the IBE. You know, this is your most critical line, and if it's obsolete, might be time to be thinking upgrade. So all through that, it's a good way to partner. Inventory, obsolescence, easy for me to say, <laughs> status. You know, getting repaired what needs repaired to keep you running in the short term. Uh, but we we kind of call it selling that three-legged stool. Yeah. And we're looking as the distributor, and I know we talk about Rockwell a ton, you know, that's obviously our our lead at McNaughton McKay. But as a Rockwell distributor, when your part comes back, we want to make sure it's working. We want to make sure that if it's time to upgrade, you're upgrading. You know, a lot of our competitors in the repair space, all they they're making money on the repair.
1: Sure. You
0: know, we're making money on the new on the repair, on that long-term relationship with the customer. So it's kind of a different service level, I guess, overall.
1: Certainly, I mean, it, at this point, it doesn't even sound like you guys work for McNaught McKay. It sounds like you've worked for the customer with uh, how, how much you have insight to their uh, their storeroom and their plant floor and kind of everything in between.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we're trying to be that partner. You know, If we're that partner and we're doing the right thing for the customer, you know, then the customer, that relationship will strengthen and we'll both benefit from it.
1: Certainly. Certainly. I mean, if, if you tell somebody that they need to fix something before you need to change your shingles before the roof comes caving in, you're going to be my best friend for quite some time if uh, if that's the case. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Well, those are all the questions that I had for you. Is there anything surrounding Champ, Cap, any other cool programs that you happen to work with that you want to mention?
0: You know, I've enjoyed being on the the cap team and and learning and being in the cribs and and building those relationships. You know, it's a unique thing where we're not on commission at any part of this, you know, the cap team, the champ team. yeah. So we're not worried about, oh, you know, we need to to increase your inventory, overstock it, none of that stuff. You know, it allows us to be objective uh, in taking care of the customer needs
1: awesome well that's all we have just like always if you have questions about this episode and the champ program or any other previous episode please feel free to reach out to your local mcnaughton mckay account manager or you can email us at podcast at mc-mc.com and we'll put you in touch with some of our champs like bob over here bob thanks for joining me
0: easy for you today
1: hey man you're a champ of my book
0: i appreciate that thank you for the time
1: today have a good one